0: Good thoughts. We got some thoughts. What's up, y'all? What's up, besties? What
1: is going on? Happy 2023.
0: Happy 2023. We're in the California studios yep.
1: in the
0: LA, Orange County. It is cold right now room.
1: in the Zoom it room. Is, it is cold and rainy all week. Whoa, I'll pay I, for this weather. Yeah, I'm telling
0: you. I said, you know, in 2017, it rained for like a month straight, maybe two months. It just felt like the whole year. And I was like, this is not what we pay good money to live in California for. I forgot
1: about that. Like we need, we need our know. money. I wanted a refund. There's like inevitably that person that's like, but we really need the rain. I'm like, yeah, yeah I, I know we fucking need it, but also, <laughs> no, but I also, would, I, I remember, I remember saying, I personally don't need the rain.
0: Like, <laughs> I'm not a plant. I don't need rain. I don't. You know, my water comes out of a faucet.
1: So this is California problems, people. You know, what's (laughs) funny about that? It's like, once you start, you live here and you just, you start to take it for granted that when you go to any other place and there's rain, you're like, what the Uh, fuck? uh, You literally have no tolerance for it. It's funny because even in the cold too, people are like, I thought you were from Boston. I'm like, bitch, I haven't lived in Boston since I was 18. It's been a long time. (laughs) Yeah. I've been in that cold and subjected myself to that shit. I am very
0: intolerant of rain. I do not like being cold and wet. So those are just two things. And that's why I don't like getting in the ocean. I'm not a big, I don't like being wet and cold. Just that's not my,
1: it's not my vibe. I know we did a whole episode on why you don't have to do ice baths. (laughs) Oh my (laughs) God. Remember we did a whole episode? Um, Dude, I was just thinking today I
0: was going to make a reel again, being like, yo, do your ice bath, but keep it quiet. Keep it to yourself. Why do you have to bring everyone (laughs) into this shit with you?
1: I understand very big right now. I
0: understand misery loves company, but stop with the ice bath, like leave it alone. Okay. Anyway,
1: (laughs) off topic. We can't wait to see your reel. Uh,
0: yeah. So, uh, speaking of reels, the idea for this topic came from a reel that I saw. There's a guy that I follow and he is actually a real estate guy, but he happened to do a reel on his relationship. And he was like, I've been with my wife for, I want to say eight years and we do not fight. And he was just going on and on about why their relationship is so great because they never fight. And I thought, you know, is not fighting the real test of a good relationship. Mm. And I was thinking. I never fought with my ex-husband either. But look what fucking happened to us. So I thought it would be an interesting conversation because I think there is there is bad fighting and I think there's kind of good fighting. And I I don't necessarily think that not fighting means you have a good relationship, but I'm also, I would also say if you do fight all the time, that's probably not the best either. So, like, what is that all about though?
1: Well, also like not fighting fighting. right? Mm, Like, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know if you have this experience, but I don't know if it's, it's funny a girlfriend of mine messaged me the other day and we're just chatting and I don't know why she asked this question, but she said, you know, do you love your current partner? Like you loved your husband. And it was an interesting question. And it made Mm. me sort of think, and I was like, you know, it's not the same love, but Mm -hmm. it's also not worse or better. It's literally just a different love because i am in a different place and so i said maybe it's more of a mature love maybe it's more an evolved love it's not like an all consuming you know like this is the my one person you know it's like i love this person and we're in a relationship together and we have a life together and whatever but it's you have to sort of, and so I think when I when I think of fighting, like the concept of fighting, and sometimes I don't I think you know, sometimes it just is a fight. It just will be a fight. It has to be a fight just wherever you're in, like emotionally, mentally, sometimes it just goes there. But I would say, at least for me in this time in my life, it's not really like fighting so much as it's disagreements argument maybe, right? Where it's like, but it's never to the point where you're like yelling. I remember I like had that in on my very first boyfriend in college, like just, I always said we were either fighting or fucking. It was like, we were just obsessed with each other and like, not in a good way. Like, And so I think you have, I think over time and the more like reps you have and the more relationship sort of, you know, evolutions you experience, I think it kind of means something different. So If you're, I agree with you, if you're still having these like very like balls out fights where there's a lot of like yelling and screaming and whatever, maybe you have to like look at just like, I don't know, your own personal way of showing up in the world. To me, that would just be a sign to me that like, I don't like who I am in these moments. But I don't know that having a disagreement. I mean, look, this is a person you're like literally building a life with. You're going to have fucking disagreements. They're going to annoy you. They're going to frustrate you. They're going to do things differently than you. And I think there's going to eventually, at some point, be tension to where you're going to have to say something and they'll have to say something to you. And I don't think that's bad. In fact, I think that's honest. And I think it's a gift. If your partner does tell you something that they don't agree with, something that's frustrating them, something that's annoying them, something that's eating at them, that's getting under their skin, that is a fucking gift. Now, it's not always a great experience for you to receive that information or to even be here's the thing no one likes an argument, no one likes a disagreement, no one loves the energy of that. But I do think that if you are seriously committed to the relationship and committed to intimacy, by the way, not like physical intimacy, but like emotional intimacy that you're going to have fights. You're going to have disagreements. You're going to have arguments. And to me, those can be very productive if you're committed to making them productive. I love that.
0: I love that you said we have to define fights. Cause I think sometimes my little like disagreements, I feel like we're having a fight, but we're not like, we're not yelling at each other. In fact, I've never heard like calling
1: each other names and yeah. like storming out and like someone's leaving and threatening divorce or whatever. Like it's not, yeah. that's, you know,
0: because I think in reality, I don't think I've ever really had any true fights in any relationship if it's if it looks like that. I think some people do. I know when I first started dating Jeff, he was like, why don't we fight? And I think his ex was a little bit more, <laughs> uh, you know, she was Dominican. I think like Italians, Dominican, like some Uh, cultures are a little bit more loud in the way that they communicate. So I think it was more of a culture thing. So he was kind of expecting me to be a little bit more like loud and yelling and that's just not my style. It's not to say we haven't gotten any disagreements or some heated conversations or like some like, or silent treatment kind of situations for sure. But I think I was thinking back to my Relation, my marriage. And I don't feel like we ever had those very much at all. But to your point, it is a service to share some of these things because there were things that were bothering my ex-husband that I was doing. He never shared with me that probably led to our relationship ending because I didn't know what I didn't know. He didn't want to rock the boat. He didn't want us to Mm -hmm. get in a fight. I think some people, instead of fighting, because they just want to keep the peace, they just never share anything. And then that bubbles up and it turns into resentment it turns into judgments and it turns into assumptions about the person. And suddenly you have this whole idea in your head of what this other person is doing. You've never expressed or shared that. And they didn't get a chance to, I don't know, answer to it, redeem themselves or to change the behavior even. Mm -hmm. So I just don't think that not fighting is the sign of a healthy relationship. And to, also like you it said, is like if you're building, if you're building a life with someone, I just feel like if you're with someone any amount of time, you're gonna just, I don't know, at the very least be annoyed by something, like
1: <laughs> <it>. you know? <laughs> and to me, I'm like, that's just normal human shit. Like yeah. Keith and I just went on a three week vacation. We definitely had like a couple like little tiffs, like a little, like, you know, just like you're short or whatever. And it was mostly because look, we're in a new con- in a country. We're like traveling together. We're with each other every fucking second. And it's just like, that's, and I said to him last night, we're as funny as this timely, I said to him last night, I'm like, how are you feeling about it? I said, we did get like, we did get into like, have a couple little like mini arguments over the vacation. He just said, he goes, I don't really dwell on that stuff, to be honest. I don't really, he goes, you know, we're together every second. There's bound to be times where we annoy each other. And I was like, yeah, exactly. And I would say that for a lot of people, because they try to avoid, maybe avoid the discomfort, ask yourself, am I avoiding the discomfort because I don't want to rock the boat or am I avoiding it because I just think I can handle it? I think times when, and that's not me, but Keith has said that to me. He's like, well, I don't want to bring something up because I just, I'm like, I can handle it myself, you know, or I can like, I don't, it's almost like he, he takes it as like, this isn't a Jill problem. It's a me, my response to Jill problem, which I also think can be problematic too, because sometimes People are just, I don't know, sometimes like people do have an issue, you know? So it's not like, oh, I have to take it all on myself. I think you can go to extremes both ways where you blame your partner for everything. And like only they're the only ones who need to do something different, or you can blame yourself and be like, I'm just going to be better. I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to handle it. I don't want to bring it up. And so, you know, you have to ask yourself, like, which of those are you really looking at now? I think this is what I would say personally in my experience, is a good sign of uh, a sign of a good sort of relationship would be, can we fight and communicate the ways in which we're seeing a situation differently and not necessarily have to agree? You know, to me, I'm like, we're not going to agree on everything. I think there's actually re- like, there's even, I think some relationship research that says like couples agree like 20% of the time on stuff, you know, on like the things that they, they sort of, um, uh, that irk them or the things that annoy them or the tiffs they get into, those only end up being resolved like 20 or 30% of the time. The other 70, 80% of the time is them just seeing it from the other person's perspective. That's it. It's, can you see it from my perspective? We've certainly had, this is this is usually the the conversation that Keith and I have, which is we're just looking at this completely differently. And you're seeing it one way, I'm seeing it another way. Can you see how I could see it this way? And that's it. And then it's just an understanding to, for me to go, yes, I can totally see how you would do it, how you would see it that way. That wasn't my intention. I apologize. Here's how I see it. Can you see it from my perspective? Yes, I apologize. Cool. And like, that's it. And then that's the resolution. And then, so to me, an argument or a discussion or a heated discussion is more just a prompt to empathy or a prompt to uh, communication and getting better at that skill and then at the end of the day, I always feel better from that stuff. Even if it's not resolved, even if we don't like have an answer of what's going to happen next, I'm always like, oh, but I can see, I understand you better. Yeah. And to me, that's what I really care about.
0: Well, I love that you can use arguments as a way to understand each other better and as a way to have more understanding in the relationship. I think actually fighting and fighting slash disagreeing, I should say, um, can be really healthy. And I think there is a quote right way to fight. And I think there's a wrong way Mm. to fight. I think when you're throwing insults, you're calling someone, uh, you're making judgments about them or who they are. You're lazy, you're a piece of shit. You don't care about me. Um, those kind of things can hurt a relationship. Those can break a relationship down and those can really, be the beginning of an end, you know, and you're right. Like there's things you can say that just can't be taken back. Now, if you can have a healthy, productive relationship and conversations, like some of the examples you gave, and also, you know, my thoughts around this are, or when you do this, the story I'm telling myself is you are thinking about yourself and not me. Instead of going, you're so fucking selfish. You're like, well, I feel like you're not thinking about me. That's a completely different sentence with a, really different feeling on the other end of hearing it too so i think that when you are when you're arguing or when you're having a disagreement you really have to like it goes back to this communication one-on-one stuff is like making eye statements saying how you feel not putting judgments on the other person and there's that seems again back to like Something that can be simple, but it's not always easy. Because mm. in the moment you're like, you're just being a dick. Why right. are you being an <laughs> asshole? <laughs> it's <Mike> totally his. <laughs> Why can't you just stop acting like an asshole? Everyone could see that. So it's not my problem. It's your, like, you're the problem, not me. But ultimately, if we want resolution and we want to have a better... Relationship and not end it and not throw it down the drain. We do have to be mindful of what we say and what comes out of our mouth in the heat of the moment. And that could be a very personal thing that you need to work on through with yourself or through therapy or whatever. You know, you may have been modeled growing up of this very volatile, you know, argumentative style, maybe like even culturally. And you have to learn how to undo that and learn a different way to communicate. And that's not easy. Like that's a lot of conditioning as well. And I know personally, I didn't see the best. I feel like my parents, they, they would kind of argue behind closed doors. I think sometimes it's okay. You know, I know there's a lot, I'm not a parent. So I think that, there's some people who'd never want their kids to see them fight, but I think it's okay to allow children to see disagreements and see a resolution, you know, mm. from it too. So I think there's sometimes we may have been hurt by our families hiding fights from us or hiding disagreements for us because we think maybe those are the kind of people who are like, I don't want to bring this up. I don't want to rock the boat because there was never any kind of healthy resolution demonstrated to us. And those are the things that now it's on us to fix that, you know, just because we were modeled things that sucked or we weren't modeled proper things doesn't mean that we can't make different choices today and do things differently.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I love that. And everything you just said really comes down to self-awareness is like, know what your own sensitivities are. Cause here's the deal your own, all of us have insecurities. We all have sensitivities. We all have, you know, a lens that we look at the world through. And if you don't recognize that, you're going to bring that baggage into every relationship. It doesn't matter who you're with. And so a big piece of what you said is like have this self-awareness to know. And this is, I think, how you can have a fight in a productive way is to really take a second if you're starting to get emotional or you're starting to really get upset, ask yourself like what is upsetting specifically about this So something came up with Keith and I like a couple weeks ago and I was just like, why am I feeling this way? like what is this emotion? And I the emotion was actually embarrassment. And I like had to identify that. And I was like, yeah. So because I felt embarrassed about something or ashamed about something, I was like picking a fight because I was like trying to like get the heat off me. So you have to like know yourself and then maybe spend a couple seconds identifying like, what is it specifically about the situation that has got me so upset? And typically it's like it's an insecurity of mine, it's a sensitivity of mine. And then when you recognize that, then I can say, so I was thinking about it and I think the reason why I sort of like lashed out and the reason why I was like being really short with you is because I was just feeling embarrassed in that situation because I did this and it wasn't received well or whatever. And so then I can explain it and then it doesn't become about like him being wrong or me being wrong even just like here's what it was here's what the the emotion was or here's what the trigger was and so i think in order to fight well and to make it productive and to make it actually benefit your relationship you have to ha- you have to know your own bullshit right you have to like uncover your own bs And this actually, I was listening to our our podcast from last week where we talked about our lessons and that was one of yours, which was, you know, what's mine and what's not mine. Mm -hmm. And if you know yours, then you can come into and, and also remind yourself of what the actual goal of this conversation is. Do you want to continue being in this relationship? I had a friend who was married years ago. She's not married anymore, but she was in her first year of marriage and she was, getting in with her husband and they would always threaten divorce. Like every single fight was like, I'm going to divorce you. I'm going to divorce you. Like, and then they just came to this realization. They were like, we actually want this thing to work. We can't threaten divorce every single time. So you can't weaponize some of these like huge things. And I think sometimes it makes you feel in control. Like I'll be the one to leave you. Right. Right. So you have to ask yourself, like, why are we, do we want this to be resolved? Or am I just picking a fight because I'm feeling sensitive today or what's going on? And then know what the goal of it is. And if it's to stay together and understand each other better and have a better relationship, then act with that goal in mind instead of the goal, just prove your point or be right or and keep your ego intact or whatever.
0: So I think the ego is a big, big one. And something you said was self-awareness. And I think the other part of that is having courage and vulnerability. Mm. Because for you to have the self-awareness about being embarrassed and then say, I was embarrassed, that takes a lot of courage and vulnerability that a lot of times when we're in the heat of the moment, we don't want to admit, or we don't want to admit when we're wrong, or we don't want to admit when we have some kind of feeling that just isn't like the best feeling, you know, I know there's just the most evolved. Yeah. And so you have to really put those feelings aside and put the ego aside and go like, shit, this is good. This is kind of scary to admit. um, But this is what's really coming up for me. And it takes a lot of vulnerability. And I think vulnerability takes a lot of courage. And so I think that's a big, a big piece too, is when you have that self-awareness, you might be aware of it, but then to even come back and say that you were embarrassed or say that you were wrong takes a lot of courage to come back. But I think that those are the things that make those connections and make those connections stronger, that strengthen the relationship. And it's like those little things actually, I think really fortify the relationship. I think if you were with someone for 10 years and you never had a single fight, never had a single disagreement while on the outside, it, it might look practice. good. Yeah. you While on the outside, it might look good and it might be a really great relationship. I think the same Time frame 10 years in a relationship, and you had multiple times where there was disagreements, and then you came back and said, Hey, this is what's going on. And you had more understanding of each other. I think you would have a much stronger, solid foundation than the person who never, the people who never had any kind of disagreements or anything going on. That's my personal opinion. I just think that, you know, it's like, if you um, cut yourself, your scar tissue grows back stronger and thicker. And it's hard. It's Harder to cut through that skin again, and it's almost like we're building up. I don't want to call it scar tissue, but kind of like <laughs> scar tissue, right? You're like we're building these things that are stronger, and they strengthen the relationship. And then when you go through hard things later on, you're not as terrified of everything falling apart because you've mm-hmm. never had the experience of a, you know, a small disagreement.
1: Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah, I mean, and I agree. I think. The With the vulnerability, thanks for bringing that up because it does take courage. And what I can tell you from my experience, I've been really trying to this a lot, um, is just, it does sort of dissipate the energy of the argument too. You know, cause I know we're gonna get the question from this episode. Someone might be like, I wanna have, I wanna have a productive argument, but my partner doesn't know how to fight or my partner just is rigid or my partner has an ego or my partner doesn't see it the same way or whatever. And that's hard because you can only control your side of the street. But I can tell you in my experience, if you become, uh, if you have more emotional integrity, emotional integrity being, this is what my feeling is and I recognize it and I can say it, that does sort of dissipate the charge in the relationship. I mean, in the fight itself, right? In the disagreement. So, and it's not to say you have to like be weepy and be like, oh, and like turn into like the victim in in the argument or turn into like the martyr. But for you to say, you know, I think that I'm just feeling very sensitive because of this, this, and this, or I'm feeling, I think I'm just honestly feeling uh, embarrassed about that. And I think this just like was one small thing that just like added to it. And you can even say, I'm not mad at you. It's just the situation like just prompted this reaction in me. And it's like, you don't blame yourself either, by the way. You're not like, "I, I wish I could be better. Right. It's just like, this is the, just, you just tell the story. You just tell the narrative of how you're feeling. And the other person Oftentimes, can't help but just understand that. Like when you say, I'm embarrassed or I feel ashamed or I'm feeling sensitive or I'm feeling insecure, even, right? What else are they going to say? If they love you, right? They're not going to be like, Yeah, fucking, yeah, you're insecure. It's like, motherfucker, everyone's insecure. You know, I always just had the courage to notice it, name it, and then say it. And so, yeah, there's a massive vulnerability there. And I can tell you, if you're with someone who, you know, doesn't show the same level of wanting to use these to evolve the relationship, you might have to be the one out in front doing the, you know, putting your ego aside for the sake of the relationship. And I can tell you that I think that they will, they will come along for the ride. I think you might have to go first though.
0: I agree. I agree. And I think when you are being vulnerable, it is, it is really hard to throw that back in someone's face. Right. So I think, there are definitely people that are going to say, well, I, my partner doesn't do that or my partner doesn't talk, but I really think there's a big step. If you take that first step, Mm -hmm. if you take that step in vulnerability, while they might not react in the way that you really hope I would give them the benefit of the doubt that they can probably handle it in a completely different way. And maybe even change their entire outlook of the situation. Mm -hmm. And it might prompt them to open up as well. If you go first, it's really scary to be the first one to be vulnerable and to admit things, to admit when you're wrong, to admit when you're scared, to admit when you're embarrassed, but being the first one helps someone else do it. It gives permission. And that could be like the key to breaking through these fights and breaking through the, maybe the resentment that's been building up. Yeah. So,
1: well, back to the original question, I completely agree with you. I think if you can fight in a productive way, I think that does create a really strong foundation and level of resiliency for the relationship. You know, one of the things that Keith did when he was like, you know, he's like, I, he he goes, I just don't dwell on that stuff. Like we, you know, handled it in the moment and we just moved on. And I was kind of like, yeah, we did handle it in the moment. It wasn't brushed under the rug. It wasn't like, you know. And I was kind of like, I kind of like that because I think if anything, I tend to be like, what I tend to make meaning out of things, right? I'm like, if this this means that we're, you know, oh, this means there's a rift or something's wrong or whatever. And he was just like, no, we we dealt with it in the moment and like we moved. Done. And I'm like, okay. And so I think if you want to have create, like, really just strengthen the foundation and make it feel safe to have disagreements, then I think the relationship itself is stronger. But if you're listening to this and you're like, me and my spouse never fight and things are great, then that's your experience. Then don't take our word for it. You know what works for you. But I would also say if you find yourself like really fighting, like Danny outlined, sort of in like, the, the less productive ways you might have to look at the actual relationship and be like, do I actually want this thing to work? Or am I just trying to be right all the time? And I think you know the difference, right? And, and I think those relationships where it is like all out fighting more than there's joy, because that's the thing, there needs to be also times when things are good in the relationship, right? There needs to be times where things are light and fun and, and, you know, flirty and teasing and, Like you have to rack up a good amount of those days too to make the days that tend to be a little bit more disagreement or argument or just like, I don't know, even like you said, a cold shoulder or like, you know, whatever, make those days worth it too. And I want to keep going with this person. It's, not, it's like, I have one of these days every, I don't know, month or once every quarter or a couple of times mm-hmm. a year or whatever, you know, what it is, it's like, a, you know, you get the cold shoulder for a day or so, whatever, and then you move on or is it happening way more frequently? And then you have to, you do have, have to look at what could this maybe mean for the relationship?
0: Mm, well, with that, I guess, let us know if you're breaking up with someone right now.
1: Or <laughs> Danny might have a service that she can help yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. A couple of years ago, Jeff and I were going to have a breakup coaching, and it, we would just help people break up, or we would break up for you. So we could just send us your partner's uh, phone number, and we would just send a text for you, or just go drop off a note at their work. And so, yeah, if you want that, maybe we'll start that service this year in twenty twenty three. But I'm also uh, curious as to, as to your thoughts too, if you think that no fighting means you have a good relationship or maybe some breakthroughs you've had, maybe you used to fight with your partner a lot and you no longer do anymore and, and what kind of change for you. So share that in the Facebook group if you'd love to. And now in Facebook groups, you can post anonymously. So if you don't want to be seen or you don't want us to know who it is, you can post stuff and we can write back and we don't even know who you are. So that's kind love of that. cool.
1: That's so, cool.
0: yep. Yeah. So go to uh, thebestlifepodcast.com. You can find the Facebook group there and please subscribe. And if you haven't left us a review yet, we would love for you to leave a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm going to have to find reviews on the other spots, but I'm not sure where they are. But if you listen on Spotify or something, leave them there too. I would love to see where y'all listen
1: and have reviews everywhere. Love it. Thank you guys for being here. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting us. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye guys. Bye.